For those of you keeping a tally, what I am about to say will mark the fourth time I have mentioned a bumper sticker in a sermon. I'll leave the significance of that fact up to your own discernment. Not all those who wander are lost. Google tells me that J.R.R. Tolkien said it first, but I've only seen it on bumper stickers, often accompanied by Appalachian Trail logos or Grateful Dead bears. It's a delightfully hippie concept. General, everyday wandering has never really appealed to me unless I'm on vacation at the time on the schedule allotted for recreational wandering. (laughs) And even then, I need to wander with a project, wandering while collecting seashells, wandering on the hike to the waterfall. I don't wander well in that bumper sticker sense. The Magi, on the other hand, as it turns out, were actually quite good at wandering purposeful wandering, and they were not lost. At least they didn't think they were. They were following something strange. As experts of the night sky, they noticed a star that was not behaving like stars were supposed to. And like good scientists, they decided to investigate. They consulted charts, symbols, prophecies, and they decided that this needed some attention. They packed up, and they left for an unprecedented adventure. This was no aimless hour of seashell collecting. Not all who wander are lost. I will say, in response to that J.R.R. Tolkien quote, there are some opposites. There is a flip side to not all who wander are lost. Not all those who wander are lost, sure, but it is equally true that not all those who are lost wander. Have you ever found yourself stuck? There are lots of ways to get stuck. Stuck in a job, stuck in a relationship, stuck in a financial situation. But I think that spiritually stuck is a particularly sticky wicket. Because it's possible to find oneself stuck, really mired into a spot with no apparent God in sight, but with no particular event or action that got you there. Just spiritual malaise. I wonder if in those times we need to wander like the Magi. They, it should be noted, were not Christians. Christianity hadn't been invented yet. Its founder had only just been born. But even more notable, they were likely not even Jewish. They were students of the stars, teachers of them as well. They were looking for something, a sign perhaps, that something was afoot. And they found it in that strange, misbehaving star. And so they went wandering. And when they went wandering, they found what? What were they looking for? Did they find it? I doubt it. They were looking for a king of a nation, but they found a young child with average-looking parents. 
But they knew something, something was happening. They were overjoyed when the star stopped. They knelt down and they laid open the strange gifts they brought, gold to crown this new king, frankincense to draw God close, myrrh for anointing at the time of death. They must have been baffled, overjoyed and overwhelmed, but baffled. I grew up here in Atlanta, and even back in the good old days, the stars were hard to see through the bright lights in the night sky, the clouds and the smog. I was lucky enough that even as a young child, I had opportunities to get to the mountains, to the coast, to wide open spaces where the air was clear and the sky was brilliant with stars at night. But I am no star expert. And while I find a full, wide-open sky lovely, mysterious, and humbling, stars don't really make sense to me. I wouldn't recognize an errant star in the sky calling me out of what I know into a great adventure. I will not wander for stars. But I have been lost. I have been stuck. And I have gone wandering in search of something, anything, to find meaning, to find God. I have told you about some of my adventures, some of my wanderings, to Sapelo Island in Georgia, to Honduras and Burma. I've gone with you on some adventures as well, to Brazil, and also to visit our Muslim and Jewish friends in our own city. I have needed to get out of my own space, out of my own head, in order to be reminded that God is near, very, very near, in fact, no matter where I am. But sometimes in my stuckness, I am just not able to see God clearly. But then I wander. And then when I see God in the faces of those I go to serve, the faces of my traveling companions, the faces of those who serve me, my sight is restored. And I, like the Magi, am baffled, overwhelmed with joy as I fall to my knees and pay him homage. In the story of the visit of the Magi, we see God using unexpected messengers, wandering astronomers, to remind us that God can and will be found in unexpected places and in unexpected company, and that sometimes we need to look outside the box a little to find and be found by God. Now, wandering, I want to be clear, is different from straying. Do not take this sermon, my friends, as permission to stop coming to church. God is found here, in liturgy, in sacrament, in service, and in community. We need you. We need you to be a community whole and holy. And I would posit, you need us too. Instead, hear me say that if you are feeling spiritually stuck, maybe it's because you need to wander a little. You might need to wander into a new book or a new passion You might explore a new land or a new kind of prayer discipline. You might take a class or take a pilgrimage. I do not believe you need to stray from us in order to wander into the arms of a God that loves you and is waiting for you. 
the wise men, came back to their own country. And there is no doubt in my mind that they were profoundly changed by their journey. I also have no doubt that the gifts they brought back to their community far exceeded the gifts they took with them. They were not lost, but I'm not sure they knew where they were going. I also want to be clear that this is not a little drummer boy style wandering. Come, they told me, bar-rum-pa-bum-bum. You might not know what or who is calling you out there. You might not hear a voice or see a star at all. You might not know it when you get there. This might very well be undirected wilderness time when you look for God in places that make you uncomfortable. But when you are stuck, you're stuck. The alternative is to stay stuck, get cemented into place, and, like Herod, frightened at the possibility that the world just might change without your permission so frightened that you lash out in anger and in fear, damaging yourself and others. The alternative is to ignore the likelihood that God is near, very, very near, just waiting to be found. If only you can garner the strength to look outside of what is familiar, not only to see that babe in the light of the star, but also to believe. Believe in him enough to fall on your knees with the Magi and know that God is near. God is near. God is here. Sometimes, though, we must wander just a bit to see him. Amen.